0: We have an emergency. What is your location? Woo! Rescue radio. Because there's a war for your soul.
1: Amen, Lord. There sure is a war going on, and it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Father, we thank you that Jesus Christ defeated our enemy totally at the cross through the resurrection, seated at the right hand of the Father, and has finished the work. And so, Lord, I pray that your will be done. O oh God, on earth, in and through us, your servants, as it's being done and declared in heaven, and that no weapon formed against us will prosper. No word said, no deed done, no action taken, no de- devious, diabolical plans and plots will prevail against the righteous Father God because of your faithfulness, your goodness, because of your divine protection. And I thank you for giving us eyes to see today and ears to hear and an understanding and a desire to know and understand what really is going on in the spiritual world, in the, the realms of spiritual warfare. Father God, because it's ridiculous to be ignorant of what's really going on right in front of us, all around us, and pretend like nothing's happening and we don't know anything. So Lord God, I pray today that you'd switch our paradigms, that we'd be open to the truth of what your word has taught us, and that we would go away from here equipped with power, authority, understanding, and hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, honey, good morning.
0: Good morning. We're
1: talking about demons today. What about demons? What
0: about demons?
1: I know we've talked about this subject a lot before, but there's such a a new uh, interest in it with all these movies coming out, like uh, Come Out in Jesus' Name and Nefarious and various other things. People are getting, I believe it's the Lord really causing people to get some understanding of what's really going on. In the world around them.
0: Yeah, it's time to wake up. That's for sure.
1: And know what to do, actually, mm-hmm. too. And mm-hmm. and but before you can know what to do, you got to know what's going on. And before that, you got to know what you know. What are we dealing with here, in terms of demons, demonic ent- entities, the devil, Satan, the evil forces of darkness, and of course, you know, we have talked about that, and r- I've written about that. And we've we've done conferences on that forever and a day and you can just find a whole whole bunch of stuff already but today we want to kind of wrap it up kind of in a little bit more in uh, deep way to understand the origins of these things
0: yeah it's a like a basic package yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's like demons 101 yeah well it All is. right, so let's, let's yes
1: give me a scripture first well, because let's, let's see let's if look we're, look we're, at, we're on yeah, track here yeah
0: well Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. And then there's a time where he sent out the seventy or the seventy two mm-hmm. uh, disciples. And here Jesus gives a little background here in Luke chapter 10, beginning with verse 17. We're reading through verse 20. Then the seventy, or some say the seventy two, returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to, your, uh, to us in your name. Mm-hmm. And he said to them, I saw Satan like lightning fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the yeah, power yeah. of the enemy and nothing mm-hmm. shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So
1: yeah, so there you have it. The, uh, the that's kind of where we see Jesus kind of interacting with the enemy, the spirit world, as you will, as he's on the earth. And so he's giving us a whole lot more information on our authority, on what's really going on. And and one of the sources, though, that I would like to start out with. I know people have some questions about this. Um, what is it? What's one of the main questions? Well,
0: who are the demons? Okay. Who are they?
1: who are they okay well before we can understand who the demons are we have to understand yeah and where they came from and actually that is the answer to who they yeah, are Yeah, but but using the book of Enoch which actually is it's
0: a, a an extra biblical biblically endorsed book yeah because Jude and Peter yep basically quote
1: right out of the book of Enoch right
0: out of the book of Enoch and so it's it's a source that we say that it it is authoritative. In in other words, it's not necessarily according to our in our scriptural canon. The, yeah. But it, it's authoritative. Well, then in the what fact is, saying. I say it this it, way. It, it, hel- it helps us understand because well, sometimes you know anybody know about Cliff Notes? That's mm-hmm. an old deal. Yeah. But, but that's it, what the Bible it, is. It it's used cliff to be notes. the Bible. It, yeah, and this this kind of gives more of the background. Yes. Of some of the things that we, of, of many, many things that we see written in the scriptures. So
1: in the book of Enoch, Enoch was the seventh from Adam. He actually was a, you know, he was the one who was translated after he lived with God, walked here on earth for about 365 years. Um, but he was commissioned by God to write what we call the book of Enoch. And the book of Enoch was available on the coffee tables in the living rooms of everybody in the days of Jesus. That's why we know Jude, for example, in his little tiny book, uh, f- verses 14 and 15, is a direct quote out of the book of Enoch. And the same with Peter, he just cut and pasted some of the, the verses out of Enoch into his, uh, I think it's second Peter. But so Jude, being the half-brother of Jesus, mm-hmm. living out and growing up in the same house, we know that Jesus, uh, Ju- Ju- Jesus knew about Enoch, because uh, the book of Enoch, because his brother did. And so um, we're just in this interesting piece about the journey of this little book is that it was available back then. And so that's why you say, well, why isn't it talked about in the Bible and the, the gospels and why don't they say anything? Well, they already figured everybody knew about it because they already had the book. And this book wasn't taken away or removed out of circulation or publication until basically the Romans came and tore down uh, Jerusalem in 70 A.D. So then this book, Enoch, along with many other scrolls, the book of Isaiah and various other things.
0: Taken away and hidden.
1: In the caves, right. And they weren't found until uh, 1947 or eight.
0: Right in there where uh, they found the Dead Sea Scrolls, and and they found among the Dead Sea Scrolls what was the Book of Enoch.
1: Yeah, and the very first opening lines of the Book of Enoch are, I better read this because this really tells the story of the journey of the Book of Enoch. Actually, this book has been around. Um, The Ethiopian canon still contains it, always did, never lost it, because... Uh, because when Philip met the Ethiopian, the treasurer going back to to Ethiopia, I believe he grabbed a copy of several of the things, including the book of Isaiah, and they kept it down there in Ethiopia. And so that didn't get plundered when the Romans went to Jerusalem. So the book has been around. It's legit. And yet we lost it, and the, the Western world has lost it until just recently. And here's what the opening line is. The words of the blessing of Enoch wherewith he blessed the elect and the righteous who will be living in the day of tribulation when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And he took up this parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angels showed me. And from them, I heard everything. And from them, I understood as I saw but not for this generation, but for a remote remote one, which is to come concerning the elect, I said, and took up my parable concerning them. So this, this was kept and preserved for a remote generation that is to be alive in the days of tribulation when the wicked and godless are to be removed. And I would say we're right there.
0: We're absolutely right there. So, we are that remote generation.
1: Yes, we really are. And so um, so Enoch, the the. The point of Enoch was he was commissioned the, the, to intercede on behalf of the fallen angels. They had requested him to make intercession to God for what they had done. And so they basically confessed to him what they had done. And this is what happened. Um, and this is, a, uh, this is out of the book of Enoch, but you can find this same verse in Genesis chapter 6. Um, I think it's starting with verse one and two. And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters and the angels, the children of heaven, saw and lusted after them and said to one another, come, let us choose wives from among the children of men and beget us children. And Semjaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear you will not indeed agree to this and I alone will have to pay the penalty of this great sin. Then they all answered and, and said to him, "Let us swear by an oath, and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecation, not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing." Then they swear all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecation upon it. And they were in all two hundred who descended in the days of Jared on the mount, on the summit of Mount hermon and they call it Mount Hermon because they had swore and bound themselves by mutual imprecation upon it, and then it gives the name of these of twenty of these leaders of the tens. so each were chiefs over ten. So this was in the days of Jared. Jared was born about four hundred and sixty-five or something into, from the from Adam, and um, so about five hundred years in, approximately, these angels decided to come down to the earth and take for themselves women daughters of men so these are the these are the the angels a different kind or class and they come down to find themselves women and it says um uh, so they took these women and altogether they took unto themselves wives and each one chose for himself one and they began to go in unto them and to defile themselves with them and they taught them here's what they did uh remember the tree of the knowledge of good and evil mm-hmm. well here's satan fulfilling his his uh promise. He's going to give, he says, and and they taught these women charms and enchantments and root cuttings and made them acquainted with plants. They became pregnant and they bear great giants whose height was 3,000 L's. I don't know how big that is, but it sounds pretty big to me, bigger than six foot three. Uh, and they, cons- they consumed, these giants consumed all the acquisitions of men. And so they began to eat the, the things, the food, the men, uh, the giants. And when the men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against the birds, the beasts, the reptiles, and the fish, and to devour one another's flesh and to drink the blood. And the earth laid the accusation against the lawless ones. So they were defiling, consuming, devouring, mixing kinds mm-hmm. in, inter inbreeding with birds and beasts and reptiles crossing uh the kinds as god for and so it became a terrible mess they also uh it says azel as taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates and uh to understand the working of metals the metals of the earth and the art of working them bracelets and ornaments and the use of enemy and beautifying of the eyelids and all kinds of costly stones and all coloring Coloring tinctures, so dyes and things like that. So, all these things that we wonder where did they come from, how did they figure this out, how did they know this plant does that, and how the da da da, da is all part. And even they taught them the constellations, they taught them all kinds of things. This is this was the beginning of we're talking about where did the demons come from. So, they made all these things, uh, and as they rose, as they and there arose much godlessness, and they committed fornication, they were led astray and became corrupted in all their ways. So, it's these demons, fallen angels, fallen angels were teaching the men and they brought forth these, uh, the knowledge and they also brought forth giants. Um, and so does that make sense to you so far?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the story. So it's a whole thing of mixing of kinds,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, in which God said, don't do that.
1: And they knew, that the the, the the fallen angels knew that men were striving to learn things, and so they just fed into that desire Inquiry to know more. Inquiry minds want to yeah. know. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, and so then what happened is as they brought forth the giants, um, they brought forth um, the, a, a new breed of beings or entities on the earth. Now, so we have to understand that there's a difference between the the fallen angels... The Satans, there's more than one. a Satan is the name of an office. The devil, Lucifer. So Lucifer is behind all this because he was the head Hancho, the worship leader of heaven, the first one to rebel, who Michael cast out. Um, and so they were um, they were corrupted, they came down to the earth and they began to, to corrupt the people. And so when these giants were born, um, there was a problem going on because we just read it, they were killing the people. And so God declared that they would only be able to live 500 years. And basically, um, so God wanted the earth to be healed. And he said, the, the heal the earth, which the angels have corrupted. He's talking to his angels, Raphael, um, Gabriel, and Michael, etc., and he says, "And heal the earth which angels have corrupted, and proclaim the healing of the earth, that they may be healed from the plagues, and all the children of men may, may not perish through all the secret things which the watchers have disclosed and taught to their sons." So here's an interesting piece to we, we have the reference of watchers every once in a while uh, in the Bible. You know, the watchers called for this and that. The watchers were those angels that had were given the the job. Of watching over the affairs of Earth, the children of God, keeping them safe, making sure you know things were just and whatnot, and so these watchers disclo- went went renegade. They went. They, they, they were corrupted. They mutinied. Yeah, and so they began to disclose to us and taught um their sons, and and then the whole Earth was corrupted to the works that were taught to them by this fallen angel Azazel, and he ascribed to him ascribe all sin. And Gabriel said, Lord, uh, said to the Lord, proceed against the, and to Gabriel, the Lord said, proceed against the bastards and the reprobates and against the children of fornication. He's talking about these children that were born through the mixing of the angels. The, with neph- the, the, the he, Yes, the giants. Um, and he said, and set them one against another, that they may destroy each other in battle for the length of their days, they, for length of days they shall not have, um, and their fathers were, are going to have to watch. They're, we're not going to answer their requests. We're not going to give them any mercy, um, and so they were old, only to live five hundred years. Then the Lord said, "Go, to Michael. Go bind Samjaza and his associates." And what happened then? After the the giants were killed, their spirits were were still relegated to the earth. Um, they. Didn't have anywhere to go. God locked up the watchers for, according to uh, Enoch, 70 generations. So that would be, they were locked up and removed from the earth for a time so that the earth would have a chance to repopulate, replenish, rebuild.
0: Yeah. And then basically that 70 generations.
1: 70 generations, yeah.
0: Basically comes up to...
1: Nineteen hundred,
0: about the nineteen hundred, and then we see the the increase.
1: How do you say? How in, do we figure that out? In
0: Technology, you know. Well, you you've I and mean, have well, done you've done all that. I don't know if we're going to uh, do done that Done the math, today. yeah. But, done the math, and that's basically what it comes out to mm-hmm. as um, around the um, turn of the century. The early and that's days when of the 20th it should century.
1: prove that these are technical demons. These are the demons with the you know they know metals and and constellations and all kinds of things. And so the the crafting of weaponry that advanced from 1865 in the Civil War to the First World War in 1914, that's only about 65 years maybe, something mm-hmm. like that, do your math. Mm-hmm. The, the weaponry has so advanced that you they had to have had some interference or instruction from the return of the fallen angels.
0: Yeah, and it's like the technology right now is so advanced and it, and I mean a lot of it has been advanced years ago, and we're just seeing some of it come into the, into play right now. But it's we're to the point to where we are um, controlled by our technology. Absolutely, we're not we're not controlling it. It's basically controlling That's us. That's very true. So, very true. So so these these demons who who are they then? Who are these mm-hmm. demons that we know of today demons, and yeah. that Jesus um, dealt with? Uh, in the Gospels and yeah. gave his um,
1: permissions and powers and authorities give to us. the authority
0: mm-hmm. to uh, his people to to cast out. who exactly are? Well, these the demons,
1: demons are the, it says in Enoch, and um, uh, the giants and now the giants who are produced from the spirits of flesh, that would be the giants. the giants are the the offspring of the fallen angels and the humans. Now the giants were killed the, um, who are produced from the spirits of flesh. Shall be called evil spirits. So the spirits,
0: okay. So they, sh- the what spirits of the giants, giants that right. died, shall be called what evil, evil spirits, spirits upon the earth. Upon the earth,
1: and on the earth they shall shall be their dwelling. Evil spirits shall, prece- shall have proceeded from their bodies because they are born of men, and from the holy watchers is their beginning and primal origin. So the the, the evil spirits come from the combination. Uh, they they are the, off, the the giants were the offspring, but when the offspring di- giants died, their evil spirits were left behind. They were evil spirits because they were the cross between the fallen angels, the rebellious ones, and the human beings and the and the daughters. So, they um they are called we call them evil spirits. We call them familiar spirits. Um, and in and oh, let's see, I'm gonna read one more or demons right here.
0: D- demons, uh-huh. unclean spirits. Yeah, uh, various. Names for them and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later various mm-hmm. ne- well, names for these yeah of these spirits
1: they'd be born of, of so they' actually have an origin a primal origin they had a beginning they were um, the re- result of the offspring or the of the rebellion uh, and what do these evil spirits of the they, Yeah, what are they doing? yeah um, they should be called uh, they, they have to stay on the earth. Because they can't go to heaven, they can't go to hell um they are relegated to the earth that this is at and the least, earth will be their dwelling now. place yes at least for now and the spirits of the giants this is what they do the demons they afflict, oppress, destroy, attack, do battle, work destruction on the earth and and cause trouble
0: well this you know you think of this as written what thousands of years ago mmm I mean, it's, it's, read, that, read those again. And this is what they're up to. So this um, is some of what they're up to. Some of what they're up to, but it's...
1: It says they afflict, mm-hmm. they oppress, they destroy, they attack. They do battle. They work destruction on the earth and cause trouble. They take no food, but nevertheless hunger and thirst and cause offenses. Mm, there you go, cause offenses. That's cause an interesting offenses. one. offenses. And these spirits shall rise up against the children of men and against the women because they have proceeded from them. So they're, they're, uh, they're a curse to us. Um, they're not, and, it says, and it says they don't receive judgment yet. It says, um, from the days of the slaughter and the destruction of the death of the giants, from the souls of, of, the, of those whose flesh the spirits have gone forth, shall destroy without incurring judgment. Thus shall they destroy until the day of the consummation the great judgment in which all the age shall be consummated." So in other words, they get to do this without replications or punishment or damnation or destruction for now. But they
0: have been sentenced. It says of Jesus that the prince of this world is judged. You know, Satan as the prince of this world, these demons,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. it's coming it's it's as sure as anything um that their their judgment is coming but right now they're basically kind of in a free for all yeah running around here on earth afflicting destroying
1: yeah and how easing, does this bringing yeah.
0: offense you know you think of how you just think of this part um how people are offended easily easily offended you know, husbands and wives are offended. You know, different racial groups are offended. You know, people are just, you know, offended about everything these days. And the more you try to uh, mm-hmm. relieve that offense, it just keeps I going. Speak to it. And so there's there's mm-hmm. there's spiritual forces behind all this. And mm-hmm.
1: um, well, and one more thing that they do is very interesting. Also in the Book of Enoch, um, it says. Uh, and the, the fifth, he's naming the, the demons, was named Kazadan, the Jaya, whatever. This is he who showed the children of men all the wicked smitings of spirits and demons and the smitings of the embryo, embryo, embryo in the womb, that it may pass away, and the smitings of the soul, the bites of the serpent, and the smitings which befall through the noontide heat, the son of the serpent. So they're, they're also causing abortions. They're causing, mm-hmm. I would believe, because, you know, I don't know if they can actually kill anyone. They can only smite us and cause us to do things, you know, that, you know, they provoke us or tempt us to do. And well, in, so how do, I, I have a question. Um, we know where they come from. They come from the rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But how do they get to do it?
0: Well, part of it is that we we make agreements. You know, it here, here's the deal. Um, oftentimes, demons, it's like we think, oh, you know, demons, that was back in ancient times when people had all these superstitions about demons. Now, in the Western mindset, we have we have um sophistications, sophistications. modernizations yes we, we, we this we don't live in that we don't we live, in we live primitive. now in the in an age of a reason and intelligence and everything mm-hmm. yet at the same time we're in worse shape than we've ever been well you know, uh, so we, we, many times um demons are not ignored or they're just saying you know we don't consider this anymore because we are so sophisticated. We
1: have our diagnoses. We have our medications. Mental, mental and we physical We have our technologies. Diagnosis. Yeah. We, we have know. all kinds of things that we don't need to. And, you know, I think if any of you have had a chance to see any of these movies, the one that we uh, would highly recommend actually is Nefarious. Uh, they did an excellent job in the dialogue. Of
0: explaining the origin and the plan of...
1: Exposing, actually. I don't think they explain it as much as they expose it. And the the man who's interviewing the demonized person uh, claims that he's an atheist. And so therefore he's somehow immune to all of this scuttlebutt of spiritual warfare and demons and whatnot. And, you know, it's like these spirits live among us. They... Manipulate among us. They 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 work among us now. The demon and the devil are not the same thing. A devil is of the class of fallen angels. Satan, the devil, Lucifer, uh, Apollyon, Abaddon. These are not demons. These are higher class. These are the the original angels who fell, and so now they are. But the demons are kind of like their little foot soldiers. Their little mm-hmm. um, their little you know privates that work on uh, on ground level or whatever.
0: Well, Ephesians 6 talks about principalities, powers. powers um, the rulers of the darkness. Rulers of darkness to this age, spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places. So mm-hmm. there's a whole, there's a whole. Uh, Category, rank. post. Uh, yeah. There's a whole uh, order, uh, protocol of, yeah. mm-hmm. of spiritual.
1: There's a hierarchy.
0: Spiritually, it's a hierarchy. It's a organized highly organized highly mm-hmm. highly organized mm-hmm. and uh but you know we're talking today particularly about how it affects us down on earth is, is is demons now here's another thing is like so so modern in the modern western thought it's like well demons have gone away yet look at all the movies that are there about spiritual things you wow. know haunted houses sci-fi stuff all, all these things, people are fascinated mm-hmm. by these supernatural things that they really don't know about. Some of them are represented accurately through a lot of these movies, and some are not. Um, so,
1: Well, I think the truth is, whether it's in the movie or not in the movie, it's in, in our, our everyday world. And the problem is that we don't put demons or the devil or spiritual warfare uh, or the conspiracy between god and satan in our understanding and so therefore we have we have been really uh educated into ignorance because we don't it seems like oh if you talk about a demon you know wow that's way out there that's far out we're we're normal you know reasonably thinking people rational people and we do not understand how clever the demons are we do not understand that we are no match for them even though we think we might be they have a source of intelligence. Their fathers were fallen angels, and those angels were not stupid, and they had some power, and they had some cunning, and they had some uh, devious intentions, and they are now also motivated by the terrifying fact that they are going to be condemned and destroyed forever, and so they've got nothing to lose.
0: So what their goal is, Jesus said the goal of the, he referred to the enemy as a thief, steal, kill, and destroy so their their whole program is the destruction the the bondage mm-hmm. and the destruction of people. That's their goal. They can't get at God mm-hmm. directly, so but they get at God through us uh, through us. And it's just y- like if you you know you're you're doing fine, but then the enemy tries to work. get at you through your kids.
1: Right, and this subject, you know, uh, it's been so hidden, so, um, you know, kept under wraps, so taboo. Uh, And anybody who would talk about this was considered to be, you know, off and extremist or a fringe or whatever you want to call it. And now yet God is moving this whole issue into the center piece of what's going on here. And so really the problem is we... If we don't understand what we're up against, we're not going to get any remedies. The Bible says the curse without a cause does not come. And so if you are, you have to find a reason, a cause, a connection, a link between what you're suffering—the curses, the the terror, the demonic uh, manifestations in your family, the outrages, the bursts of suicidal ideation, the 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 whatever it is—I mean—and there's so many. It's just to pick it up, pick whatever you want: the the cancer, the tumor, the outrage, the divorce, the the offense, the the, the corruption here, the the devastation there, the bloody, hideous, horrible crimes committed everywhere, the shootings. It it all. It all comes down to the same thing really that the curse without a cause does not come and there's many curses and there are causes and if you try to you know analyze and figure out and and give an explanation for what's going on without wanting to understand the the cause of it the reason for it you will give nothing but foolish goofiness and you'll have no answers so we have to we have to understand that there's a there's a progression here. There is a, there's something we're seeing that's happening, manifesting, and a lot of the manifestations we do not identify as demonic manifestations. We identify them more as. Um, you know, just, oh, somebody like I've, we've talked about this before many times, having a bad day, a bad attitude. I mm-hmm. mean, they just need uh, more education. They just need a better place to live. They just need more drugs. More money. Yeah. And and it, so we make a lot of excuses for the manifestations uh, and don't recognize or want to call them curses because then it's out from under our control. We are not in control. Uh, so we allow ignorance and denial to be our, our, our soft spot, our way of protecting ourselves from having to deal with things by just saying, it's nothing, it's, it's, it's just, you know. And so, but the curses are not being dealt with. Um, they're being, uh, I don't know, medicated, so to speak, or, or transferred here and there, but the curse itself is not being dealt with or plucked out, and I believe part of the reason for that is because the manifestation is not identified as a demonic spirit. Because we just can't get around the idea of a Christian or of a non-believer, anybody having a demon, and yet Jesus was dealing with demons, showing us how to cast them out, casting them out, putting them, sending them to the pigs. I mean, making it so obvious. Uh, and when demons left, people became it could see again, they could talk again, they could walk again, they could they could speak again. Um, so we just. I mean, instantly, there was no medical intervention other than the casting out of a demon.
0: And then people can say, you know, well, that was then. This is now. We're, we're, in, we're in a modern age, and we don't well, deal that's with that nothing. sort of thing anymore. And it's just like we're getting the, the demons have not gone away. No, they're still here. And, it, and they're still controlling people like never before.
1: And the good news is that we have the power, according to the Lord Jesus Christ, to deal with them, put them in their place, remove them, cast them out, and bring people back to life. And, and yet we are, most people are not ready to even receive a deliverance because they don't even recognize that they need one. They don't even, you know, they're still going to the medical community. They're still And you know, <laughs> a diagnosis is not a cure a diagnosis is a label, it's something they put on you and then you accept that and then you also are opening yourself up to those incremental agreements. This is how it works. Satan cannot do anything to you, the demon cannot do anything to you unless he can get you to agree with him. And this is what we talk about all the time, the way we make agreements with them. And those, sometimes those are subconscious agreements, passive agreements, uh, implied consent, not things that we understand uh, at the time. And so we're giving place to the devil. The Bible says, give no place to the devil. The Bible says, resist the devil and he'll flee. We do not do these things, and therefore we're in great, grave trouble. And so what we'd like to do is spend a little more time speaking on this subject, but we're out of time for now. And so just ponder what we're talking about here. The demons are real. We know where they come from. We know that they don't die. They're disembodied spirits with personalities and appetites. They they need a home. They don't want to be homeless. And so they find bodies to live in. And that's because they have to stay here and they don't just sit in the bushes and they don't just, you know, wait for somebody to invite them in. They work to get invited in. And Jesus said that too in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, where he says, the stronger man comes to take over the strong man's house, steal his weapons, take his goods. That's what the devil's doing. He's working to get into your house and use your mind, your heart, your will, your limbs to do ultimately do his evil. His will. His will. And so, Father God, we thank you for giving us now um, not fear, but hope, and peace and power and the revelation of Jesus Christ. Lord, I come against the powers that would snatch these words out of the minds and hearts, that would push them back, say, oh, this is goofy, this is ridiculous, this is not true. I rebuke and bind those spirits of of the snatchers that are trying to steal the truth out of the minds and hearts of the people because what we see, Lord, is that there is no other answers and solutions that are real, that are lasting, that work. Everything changes, the definitions change, this, the, the, the fixes change, the solutions change, the rules change. Everything changes, but nothing changes, Father God. In, in the bottom line of it all, people are getting more and more difficult. Uh, lives are more difficult, more demonized, more tormented, more hopeless, more afraid. And yet at the same time, you are working to bring people to a greater revelation and deliverance, uh, deliverance through, through Jesus Christ. So, Father, do your work. Open the eyes, open the ears, and deliver your people in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Say, talk to us about opening arguments. How does that address
1: opening demonic arguments.
0: involvement?
1: Well, it's a wonderful way to be introduced to the whole realm of spiritual warfare and how the demons talk to us, how they worked in the in Jesus's life in the beginning, where they came from. Uh, we have it set up in a court context of a court hearing and also following Jesus in his life on earth. It's an audio drama. Just go check it out. It's, It's, you know, a picture's worth a thousand words. A listen is worth a thousand explanations. Go check, you know, uh, episode one. There's 28 episodes. each about 30 minutes long. Check it out and just listen. And uh, be, be. Uh, in, it's to teach, to instruct, educate, and even to entertain, if you will, it helps us. Go to
0: liferecovery.com.
1: Yeah, liferecovery.com. God bless. I have an emergency. What is your location?